Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right. You know where you are. My name is Tyler Chef. I am your host. And yes, you are at the Cashflow Guys Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about are you ready for what's coming when I come right back? All right, let's get this started. Now, a lot of stuff, I'm hearing all kinds of good stuff on Facebook. Makes me giggle, makes me makes me laugh. Talking about, there's a lot of people that are just in this space where they think that nothing bad's ever going to happen. Those markets, no, the market's not going to crash. What, have you lost your mind, Tyler? No, there's not going to be an adjustment. These people generally are people that have stand to lose something major when it comes to the, the, the housing market or the stock market. And you know, I got to say, folks, if you are investing for appreciation right now, you better darn sure make sure that you are buying right. That means being ultra, ultra conservative when you're making your purchase decisions. Don't be out there with the blinders on, on the uh, blinders on. I was just uh, in a meeting with my one of my, my broker that run, owns the real estate company that I hang my license at. And he made a great analogy and he said, don't be the guy or girl that's standing there when the music stops. Right when you're playing musical chairs, because if you're playing musical houses or, or musical apartment buildings right now, if you're one of those syndicators out there that's taking people's money and 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 buying properties at way 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 over market prices, if you're if you've got some wild dreams that you're going to make these windfall fortunes, you should be thinking twice about this. You should be doing your homework now. The multifamily people are going to get hurt too bad, but here's what's going on on the multifamily side. Uh, but we'll, we, I just want to kind of drop that in there first to plant a seed. You got lots of people out there raising money to do deals, right? Everybody, everybody seems to be a real estate syndicator, right? You got everybody that's got an engineering degree has run out to be a, 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 a multifamily syndicator. Well, here's the problem. You got people out there that are super duper excited to get their first deal under contract, get that bad boy to the closing table. When they discover that oh, there is a acquisition fee and they can make two, three, one, two, three, four percent, maybe even five percent acquisition fee to go out and buy property, other people's money. And then they get a piece of the cash flow and then they get a management fee. And oh my goodness, if I just get through this first deal, I can eat until I figure out what the heck I'm doing. And then I'll, I'll, I'll do better on my next deal. And this is the logic, ladies and gentlemen, this is the logic that some folks out there are, are using when they're buying property, what makes it worse Folks, what makes it worse is they're doing this with OPM, other people's money. I guess that's the great American way, but let's be honest, folks, this is almost as bad as Wall Street. Some of these deals that I've seen come across my desk, they're obnoxious. I can't believe that people are investing money in some of this garbage, but then at the end of the day, they are, and there's nothing we're going to be able to do to stop that. And it's really none of my business. But the point of it is, and why I bring it up is that you as listeners of my show, I want to make sure that you're buying smart. Now I've put tools out there, free tools to help you understand if you're buying smart or not. One of them is the mailbox money, uh, the underwriting course, right? It's a free course. It doesn't cost you a dime. It costs you, I don't know, an hour of your life. Cashflowguys.com forward slash mailbox money. Cashflowguys.com forward slash mailbox. That thing you go get money from, hopefully. Mailboxmoney.com. It's a four video series. If you haven't taken it, get over there, sign up for that. It teaches you how to underwrite deals like I underwrite deals. People tell me I'm crazy. People say that I'm too conservative. They think that I, I, I 
underwrite myself right have a lot of deals well maybe but here's the thing guys i'm not doing this to look cool right i don't have to look cool i already drive a jeep and got a jet ski i don't have to look cool i am cool buying bad deals does not make me look cool it makes me look like an idiot and trust me i've done my fair share of looking like an idiot before i've bought bad deals i mean i bought several bad deals however i've learned from those bad deals. Okay. I've learned. And that's why I'm here talking about this today, teaching you not to do the same dumb stuff that I did, uh, and got myself in, in hot water over the years. Good news is I've always been able to come out of it. Well, because fortunately I've always bought an upswing. So when things go not like they're, they're planning market improves, I've been able to dig myself out of it. Well, here's what I did for Lent a few years ago is I gave up buying crappy deals. Okay. Because I realized that I'm not helping anybody by buying crappy deals except for making sellers and brokers rich. And I don't really need to do that. Right. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So because of that, I have stopped buying bad deals, gave it up for Lent, not my thing anymore. Don't want your bad deals. Right. So what have I done then? Well, think people, a lot of people say, well, have you bought anything? Well, yeah, of course we have. We've continued to buy, but do we buy a deal every month? No, absolutely not. Because it's not realistic. In the, in the space that we do, we buy, we are conservative. We take our time. We buy deals that make sense. And, and I get this question every single day. Well, Tyler, now that the market's adjusting, you must be holding off. You're not going to buy anything, right? First of all, I don't care what the news says, what CNN says, what any of these people say. It doesn't matter to me. Because I'll tell you, when I buy, it's because the numbers make sense. That's when I buy. I don't care what the market's doing. I don't care what somebody's opinion of the market is. None of that matters to me. I don't care what the broker says. I don't care what the wholesaler says. I don't even work with wholesalers in most cases. So none of that really matters to me. What matters to me is what is the problem in front of me? Okay. What is the problem that's in front of me? Does this seller, question number one is, does this seller have a problem? Yes or no? It's a very clear question. They either do or they don't. Not maybe, not I don't know. Because I don't know means that you haven't done enough work yet, which means you shouldn't be making or writing an offer if you don't know if they have a problem. So here's the deal. You're going to have to get ready for a shift. Those of you that have been buying for appreciation, you've been out there flipping houses, you've been wholesaling, you've been doing whatever. Many of you are going to absolutely starve to death when the market turns. Okay, It's already started to turn in some markets. I believe it'll come sooner than later, but... Again, that's not going to make any difference to me because I prepare for it. I buy when the numbers make sense. We do the same thing whether the market's up or down. We don't get all excited about it. Now, I will yammer on about it to get you guys all wound up about it. Hopefully, uh, you guys will come off some decent opportunities and, and sellers will sell. And let's be honest, I'm a licensed real estate broker or agent. When people, are, when people want to sell, I'm the guy they call, right? We, my team, we sell properties nice and not nice. Big and tall, large and small, all different types of, of, of properties in Florida. That's what we do. So, of course, yeah, I, I, I hope that let the press go. I hope they keep yammering on about it and keep talking about all they want. I will get behind that, that news 100%. Why? Because it motivates people to do stuff. And because too many people are sitting on their thumbs doing nothing. They're not doing a damn thing. They're waiting. I'm timing the market. I'm waiting for the market to crash. Listen, hotshot, the market's going to already be crashed and back on the build before you even realize it. So you can give that up all across the board. It's not going to happen. You are not going to be able to time the market. So stop being stupid and think that you can. Instead, get off your ass, 
get out there and get prepared to buy because as the market starts to turn, what you're going to see, here's what you're going to see. You're going to see a sudden rush of inventory. When you see that inventory, what that gives you is stones, right? That gives you some balls. Ladies, you too. You know those guys, maybe this is a Florida thing, I don't know, but there are some, well, I'll call them challenged individuals that think it's cool to hang a set of nuts by their pickup truck and their their trailer hitch. I always laugh and wonder why a man would put his nuts by his trailer hitch. I never understood that. But I guess it's some sort of sign of strength, but I think if it's a sign of weakness, regardless, I digress. (laughs) You've got to ask yourself one question. As things change, right, markets change, financial markets change, you're not going to be able to run to the bank anymore. All you engineers out there, they're like, I need a coefficient of 12 and a debt coverage ratio of this and that. And you guys are doing all this fancy talk and underwriting in big words. You guys are screwed because you guys don't know how to negotiate seller financing. You don't know how to raise private money. You don't know anything but go to the bank and talk banker talk. That's all you know. And those of you that are that are scientific in this type of thing and you know you're you're running around using using the big words and think and buying on cap rate and stuff like that, you're going to get decimated. You're going to get crushed in the in this market unless you position yourself to succeed. So you got to ask yourself as things change, right? As economic cycles change, I'm not even talking about the market, so to speak. As the banks start to pull back, right now they're still giving money away, and that'll probably continue for quite a while until they raise rates. But when the when things shift and the banks stop lending money, what are you going to do? You get a lead, you're going to falter. When there's a lot of inventory in the marketplace, are you going to run around and gobble it all up? Well, no, because here's what's going to happen: when there's a lot of inventory in the marketplace, it drives prices down right? It drives prices down because supply and demand is off balance. When that happens, next thing you know, you guys are going to have a hard time getting through appraisal. We're already having a hard time getting through appraisal now. That's going to get worse as the market starts to shift. Additionally, traditional, your institutional lenders, they're going to be a little nervous about loaning you money. They don't care how good your credit score is and, and the fact that you got your little white picket fence house and all that stuff. They don't care about any of that. What the banks are going to care about is risk. And what you're doing with properties. So if you are out there trying to play flip this house in a declined market, you're gonna they're gonna kind of look at you like you got a screw loose. Well, that's probably because you do have a screw loose. But <laughs> if you're a buy and hold investor, you're gonna have to work harder to get your funding, right? You're not gonna probably be able to go to a bank very easily anyway and put together institutional financing. And here's what concerns me about a lot of these quote unquote apartment deals, these syndication deals. They're counting on the future for something to happen. They're counting on being refinanced out of the property by a bank at some point in the future. Well, I got news for you guys. What if the, as, as the economy shifts, people are saying, oh, the economy is better than ever. That's a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Let's be honest. As the economy changes, as things fluctuate, what always happens, this has happened every seven to 10 years for decades, okay? Banks back, back down. They don't want, they stop lending money. Okay. That just happens. So if you're out there doing deals, contingent on being able to borrow money down the road, you are going to be in for a rude awakening if things uh, adjust. You're going to be in for a huge rude awakening. So don't put yourself in that position. This is why I'm such a, uh, I'm against balloon payments. Don't get into a mortgage that has a balloon payment. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Get good long-term financing, good long-term financing that's going to stick around for a while. You don't want to go five years from now and be forced to do a refinance because the seller has they gave you a balloon payment that's due in five years. 
Because here's the thing. I guarantee you it is Wednesday, August 22nd of 2018 as I record this episode. And I'm here to tell you that in five years, you will not be able to easily go to the bank and borrow money. Okay, you're going to have a hard time. Why? Because there's going to be market corrections. And when there's market corrections, the banks are going to make it more difficult than they do now. Now, thinking in, in the spirit of cycles, we are a cyclical economy, which means as things when things go down, they go back up again. So here's news for you. Five years will be back on the upswing, right? If we drop now, if we if the market started to tank tomorrow, you can count, set your watch by it, that it'll take about seven to ten years for it, it to recover, for things to get going again. But here's the problem this go-around. The government's broker than they've ever been. I don't care who's in office. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter whose fault it is. What matters is we as a country are broke. We can't afford anything. Housing has become not affordable. So if you can figure out a way, this is talking about solving problems. If you can figure out a way that as things shift to be somebody who is a purveyor, a provider of affordable housing, you are going to be sitting pretty. You're going to be in good shape, real good shape. Because here's the thing. People, and I tell buyers and, and people that are just general investors this on a regular basis, don't be the guy that's selling the most expensive on the ha- property in the house or in the, in the block. Don't be the guy or girl that's got the most expensive place to rent. Why? Because when markets change, when economies change, those properties are the first ones to go vacant because the folks that you, that can afford to pay $2,000 a month rent, if they lose their job, they're going to look for a cheaper place to live. That's just called reality, which means you're going to have a, a reduced amount of people that have that amount of disposable income to be able to afford your big dollar rent. My personal opinion is if you right now hold single family properties, if you are an owner of single family properties as rentals, unless you have a boatload of equity, I would sell now while the getting's good. Pay your taxes, sell now. Don't even bother with a 1031 exchange. Probably won't be able to pull it off because there's nothing to buy, not a whole lot out there to buy in the first place. But figure out a way to get your property sold. Pay the tax man if you need to. Figure it out with your CPA. Get on the phone with old Charles Shapiro, my guy. He's real good in uh, widget bookkeeping here in Largo, Florida. Get out there and get that property sold. Capture that equity while you can because otherwise you're going to be sitting on it and your hands for seven to 10 years waiting for that equity to come back. It's just reality. That's just what it is. Now, leaders, future leaders in the marketplace, they position themselves to buy and conquer when there's blood in the streets. So as you see people start not having money to invest anymore, because that's going to happen, right? The people that have cash are going to be not as willing to part with it, right? They're going to get a little nervous. They may pull back a little bit. Buying temperature might cool off, right? And it's, it's money will still be there. You just have to work harder to get it. However, banks are going to slow down dramatically. So if the only plan you have is borrowing money from a bank, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble, okay? If you're a wholesaler and your whole business relies on cash buyers and you're not savvy enough to, to negotiate seller financing terms for your buyers, you're going to work yourself out of a job. You're going to be obsolete. You're not going to matter anymore. You're going to be insignificant. You've got to be in a position where you can negotiate terms for your buyers because your buyers are going to be looking for terms. How do you win, guys? How do you sell? How do you succeed? That's when you find, you identify problems and you bring solutions to them. Those of you out there in the marketplace that are getting deals under contract, you're going to need to work harder in coming years to get properties under contract. You're going to need to learn how to get properties under contract. You're not going to be out there going, 
I'll give you cash and I'll close in four hours. That's not going to work anymore, guys. Okay, that's that's going to get obsolete at some point. Because here's the thing: sellers sell because they have a problem, they have a situation, and some sellers they're not going to be able to just unload their properties for a song. Others will. It's going to different. It's going to be different from person to person. But here's the one thing I can tell you: before you run screaming with your hair on fire, you know, chicken little, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. Don't be that person that sits back after the dust settles and with the, the shoulda, coulda, woulda person, right? Don't be that person. Don't be that person that says, man, I wish I would have saw that crash coming. I wish I would have bought when the market was down. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in the world. You know, when the market's down, I don't have any money. And the market's up, I have money. Yeah, that's called economy. That's called the cyclical economy. That's just how things are. So if you've already been down this road once before, you've been through a market cycle, and in the down market, you had no money. And in the up market, you had money. What the hell do you think you're going to do this go around? Do you think it's going to be any different? Do you think you're just going to sit on your ass and do nothing and go, well, with this time when the market crashes, I'm going to be in the same position I was in before. And when it all comes by, I'll be sitting on the front porch of the trailer park wishing I had the money to do something. Why would you do that? Now is your time to take some action, right? And you guys, a lot of you have looked at the mastermind and gone, Oh, I can't do that. That's I can't. I don't have any money. Well, here's the deal. If the if the market's up right now and you guys can't afford the mailbox money mastermind, not to make this this episode into a commercial, but if you can't afford a couple grand to get an all-inclusive education, everything you need to do to know to build your real estate business. If you can't afford that, then stop listening to the show because you can't afford to get involved in real estate investing at all. You're just going to have to be okay with being poor. That's just the reality of it. If you're not going to take the time to learn how to build your business and make an investment in yourself first, you got no business investing in property. Here's the other side of that. If you're one of those knuckleheads that's going to go out there and overpay for a property and then not take care of the property, therefore providing a crappy experience for your tenants, shame on you because you're too cheap to get an education to understand how to do it the right way. You see, the people that I brought through the mastermind the first time, these people are prepared for success. They're out there knocking it dead. I got one guy getting land donated to him from the, the, local, the local town. He's killing it because he's applied what he's learned. I got one joker up in, that, that wants to be a student. This guy, he's a real estate agent, says he's a hotshot real estate agent, makes all this money, but he's always broke, right? Up, in, up out of state, up, in, up north. This guy doesn't commit to anything. He wants all the quote-unquote secrets, but he's not willing to do the work. He always falls back to the same old trap of flipping houses. This knucklehead is going to be poor for the rest of his life because he can't get out of his own way. Because the, the, the few thousand dollars that it costs to join the Mailbox Money Mastermind is simply more than he can afford. It's more than he can handle. And I want to barf every time I hear someone say, I cannot afford. That, is, that says I am weak and I am ineffective. That's what that says to me. If you can't afford something, figure out how you can afford it. Make radical changes. If you are poor right now, if you are having a hard time financially, whose fault is that? That's not Hillary Clinton's fault or Obama's fault or anybody's fault but your own. That's your fault. You're, if you are broke, if you are not financially free right now, that is 100% your fault because you have failed to take the action necessary to get yourself financially free. Now, don't think that I'm mad. I'm not. Because here's the thing. 
If you don't join the Mailbox Money Mastermind, it's no skin off my back. Here's why. I'm already financially free, but here's the thing. This will be the last mastermind that I do. I'm not doing any more of these. They take an immense amount of my time. So I'm not, this will be the last one I do. So if you don't do it now, you will essentially you're screwed. Okay. You're screwed. I've got several different price points for different people based on what type of experience they want and, and different things they can add on to help them out. But this is it guys. This is your last chance. Enough on that. Back to solving problems, right? Everybody has problems all of the time. If you don't, I don't care what you sign up for, whether you get my coaching or anybody's coaching, you damn sure better get really good at learning how to solve problems, which means you need to shut your mouth and open your ears. How you solve problems is you listen to understand. Listen to understand. That means that you're not talking, you're not listening just to respond. You just sit there thinking, I just can't wait till they shut up so I can say something and sound smart. That's not what you're trying to do, right? You're supposed to sit there and keep your yap shut. The only time you do open your mouth is when you ask questions. And then if you can't remember the answers, write them down and tell the seller, hey, Mr. Seller, I'm, sometimes I forget things, so I want to make sure I get your answers correctly. So if you don't mind, I'm going to take a couple of notes. Let them know what you're doing, right? Just let them know what you're doing. And then proceed. Continue having a conversation. And when they present a, a, a problem, offer a solution. If you don't have a solution right then and there, tell them that, you know, you're the type of person that wants to see things through. You're the type of person that likes to solve problems. You like helping people. You don't have a solution right here this second. But what you'd like to do is to ask the seller, all due respect, Mr. Seller, I want to be able to write you an offer that will definitely help you solve your problem. I'm not prepared to do that right this second. Be honest with the guy or girl. Don't blow smoke up their skirt. Just be honest with them and say, hey, I'm not quite ready to write an offer because I couple things I got to check on, but let me, let me do this. Give me 24 hours to come up with a few different solutions for you, for your, your situation. And let me either call you back or sit down with you or whatever. Have that dialogue with them. They will respect that. They will see, because you haven't told them what you're going to do. Well, what do you think you're going to give me? I don't know yet. I wish I could tell you, Mr. Seller, but I got to sit down and crunch the numbers. I got to look at what's the, what's the, the, uh, the good, bad, and the ugly of this property. How's it going to work for me? How's it going to make sense? But I will come back and write you an offer. Is that fair? And I always throw that out there. Is that fair? And they go, yeah, that's cool. Now, some people will sell it out for money. And if they do, well, tough nookies. That just happens, right? It's life. Suck it up, buttercup. You'll be okay. You're not going to, like Larry Harbold says, you're not going to die without this property. Just move on to the next one. But every time you need to be out there solving problems, remember that. If you get yourself, you should be learning and applying how to raise capital right now. Now is the time to do it. You need to start making friends and building your database and building a network of people to spend time with. Because as things start to shift, when the banks pull back, which is around the corner, guys, you're going to be screwed. You're not going to buy property with your good looks, right? You're not going to be able to, to, to hawk your big screen for a trailer park. It's not going to work that way. You're going to need to get capital. And those of you that have capital, I know you engineers that got your $100,000 a year job, you think you're rich. You're not. Your money's not going to last very, very long. You need to learn how to raise private capital. You need to learn how to work with other people to leverage their resources and their capital. That's reality. Trust me, guys. I don't like it either. I would love to be able to do everything myself without having to ask anybody for help. But we both know that's a bunch of garbage. And that's not how it works. Ever, ever, ever. So you just got to get over it. And you're going to have to learn to work with other folks and attract people to you so you can get deals done. That's how you prepare for market fluctuations, guys. Okay. Understand this, if you were a speculator during the last seven years, if you were flipping houses, you're a wholesaler, and you didn't absolutely crush it, I'm here to tell you, 
You most likely would never will unless you get some training or guidance. That's just reality. You obviously, whatever you're doing is not working enough. Here's an example, short story. Had a kid reach out to me on Facebook Messenger the other day, right in my town, actually. Geez, you know, I'd love to, but they always they want to buy me lunch or shadow me for a day. That's not going to work because you'll slow me down, right? And I'll be honest with you, my days aren't always that sexy. I'm on the phone. I make a couple calls. Sometimes I go on the jet ski. I take pictures. You know, I have a team. They do all that. They're the ones that really do a lot of the work. I hate to say it that way, but you're not going to learn a lot from, from shadowing me for one day. You shadow me for six months. It'd be a different story, but I, you'll, you'll slow me down. Anyway, I, I said, told the kid I was humbled the whole nine yards. And because I was, I think it's cool. I'm, I'm still to this day humbled that people would want to shadow me for a day. I just think that's really neat. Um, I don't think I'm worthy of that, but that's, that's a whole other story. Uh, that said, the kid, I, so I politely declined and gave him some suggestions. Go to my website, cashflowguys.com forward slash books. You need to read the books that are on that website. Comes back with, oh, I've already done a couple of deals. I don't need to read no more books. You see what I'm saying? That means right there that you are not coachable. That means that you are going to be stuck in the same poverty-stricken rut that, you're, that you've been in most of your life. That means you're, nothing's going to change for you. Your job's still going to suck. You're going to hope to retire and hope to God that your boss doesn't fire you. Your wife's going to think you're less of a man. Your kids are going to look down upon you. Nothing's going to change unless you change. You've got to take action to make massive action changes right away. If you don't do it now, you're going to miss another market cycle. Another market cycle is going to pass you by and you're going to be standing there just kind of staring at the wall going, well, I'm going to be ready for the next one. No, you're not. You're going to do the same damn thing the next one. The difference is you're going to have maybe you'll be living in a different trailer that time. But the reality of it is, folks, you're going to have to do make radical changes. Call it mid-year, New Year's, August resolution. But now is the time to get off your duff and make radical changes. The best way I know possible. And of course, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, leaning towards my own thing. But the best way possible to do that is to go to mailboxmoneymastermind.com. Watch the testimonial videos. Talk to those people. Ask them what they think. They're out there killing it. Okay, the difference between you and them is, is that they have a plan. They have an action plan and a way and the confidence. That's the most important thing, folks. The confidence to work the plan. That's why they succeed. That's why they kick ass is because, number one, they had the balls to pull the trigger, right? They got it done. Because I got this thing priced so cheap, anybody can, can afford this. There's even a payment plan, for gosh sakes. So you don't have any excuses not to do it, except for just say that, look, I don't really want to be financially free. I'm perfectly happy working my dead-end job. I'm perfectly happy doing this. I'll take my, I'll, I'll beg for my two-week vacation every year. You work, you know, I'll work until May every single year to pay my income taxes. That makes me want to throw up in my mouth. You realize, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that you do work the first five months of every year just to pay your taxes. And you do realize if you learn how to buy cash-flowing assets, that will go away that you don't have to work five months out of your life every stinking year just to pay your taxes. Okay. I'm shutting the doors to the mastermind probably right around September 1st. It is August 22nd. That means when this episode comes out this Friday, that's two days away. When you're sitting here Friday morning, listen to this episode. That means you've got about seven days or so to pull the trigger to figure it out. If you can't figure it out, 
If you just think that it's the, this, this thing is insurmountable, then get on my calendar, go to the website, get on my calendar, send me an email, let's get on the phone and figure it out together because this is your last chance to get this done. You're going to have to wait another seven to 10 years to be able to capitalize on what's coming. Don't wait. Seven to 10 years is a long time to wait. Imagine being in jail for seven to 10 years. I couldn't imagine. But think about that. Is it okay going to jail? Well, I'll just go to jail for seven to 10 years. And when I come out, everything will be fine. No, a hell of a lot changes in seven to 10 years. So now is the time to get off your ass, pull the trigger and make it happen. And you're going to get a full 12 weeks with me if you sign up for the middle program. 12 solid weeks with me. And you have a bonus sessions after that. I'm going to hold you by the hand. I'm going to help you write your offers. I'm going to help you negotiate your deals. I'm going to help you find your opportunities. I'm going to help you raise capital. Hell, some of my investors may even fund your deals. I've already had a couple of investors looking at deals for, for students already. So get out there. Take the action. Mailboxmoneymastermind.com. I'm going to leave you there for this week, guys. Have a great week, and I will catch up with you next time. Talk to you later. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas so you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.